0: Alright, good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Tobias Rex and this is the Sharks, Dinosaurs, and Mythical Creatures podcast coming at you right now. For today's episode, I'm going to play some ominous background music because we're going to be discussing one of the most famous mythical sea monsters of all time. The one. The only. Moby Dick. The Great White Whale. I haven't read the novel, but I do know how popular it is. And the information I got is from a variety of different websites, so here we go. Moby Dick is a massive, unimaginably aggressive whale that appears in Herman Melville's 1851 novel of the same name, and he describes Moby Dick as having two prominent white areas around quote-unquote, a peculiar snow-white wrinkled forehead and a high pyramidical white hump, the rest of his body being of stripes and patches between white and grey. And although the animal's exact dimensions are never given, the novel claims that the largest sperm whales c- can reach a length of 90 feet, and that Moby Dick is possibly the biggest one of his kind. And the main human of the story, Captain Jonah Ahab, tells his crew of, of a ship called the Pequod that the white whale is easily recognized by his unusual spout, deformed jaw, three punctures in his right tail fluke, and several harpoons embedded in his side from, from unsuccessful hunts. And he bit off Ahab's leg one time, leaving the captain to swear murderous revenge on him. And Ishmael, however, he's the survivor is, in his words, haunted by a nameless horror so mystical and well-nigh ineffable. And this is what he, how he expressed it. It was the whiteness of the whale that, above all things, just appalled me. At the end of the novel, Moby Dick destroys the Pequod, and Ahab and the crew are drowned, with, uh, with the exception of Ishmael. He lives to tell the tale. And the novel does not say whether Moby Dick survives or not. And, and sperm whales are actually very aggressive. They have attacked ships before. And Melville was quite aware of these incidents, uh, w- uh, one of which was the sinking of, of an Nantucket whaling ship in 1820 after a large sperm whale rammed her 2,000 miles from the western coast of, of South America. And first mate Owen Chase, who, who was one of eight survivors, recorded the events in his 1821 narrative of the most extraordinary and distressing shipwreck of the whale ship Essex. The other event was the alleged killing in the late 1830s of the albino sperm whale called Mockadick, whom Obadiah was based off of, and and Mock-a-Dick was rumored uh, to have 20 or so harpoons in his back from other whalers, and appeared to attack ships with uh, with premeditated ferocity. And one of his battles with, with whalers served as a subject for an article by explorer Jeremiah N. Reynolds in the in the May 1839 issue of the Knickerbocker or New York Monthly Magazine. And Melville was quite familiar with this article. And this is what it described. This renowned monster, who had come off victorious in a hundred fights with his, with his pursuers, was an old bull whale of, of unimaginable size and strength. And From the effect of age, or possibly from a freak of nature, a singular consequence had occurred. He was as white as wool. And Mockedick had over 100 encounters with whalers in, in the decades between, between 1810 and the 1830s. He was described as being gigantic and covered in barnacles, and although he was the most famous, uh, Dick was not the only white whale in the sea, nor the only whale to attack someone. While an accidental collision with the sperm whale at night uh, accounted for the sinking of a ship called the Union in 1807, it was not until August 1851 that the whaler Anne Alexander, while hunting in the Pacific off the Galapagos Islands, became the second vessel since the Essex to, uh, to be attacked and sunk by a whale. And this is what Melville remarked as a result of that. Ye gods, what a commentator is this Alexander Whale. What he has to say is short and pithy and very much to the point. I wonder if my evil art has raised this monster. And Moby Dick is considered a classic, but neither the genius of of Herman Melville nor his grand masterpiece were fully recognized until well after the author's death. The character of Moby Dick, which I'm now going to discuss, is larger than life, but, but this is an instance where, where truth is strange, if not stranger than fiction. The white whale is based, is based on a real-life white whale called Maca Dick, named after the the, the uh, island of Maka off the coast of Chile. And he was an albino sperm whale with a formidable reputation. Over 70 feet long, this mammal was famous for swimming gently next to the whaling boats. But on the first sign of aggression, however, the whale would spring into action and try to destroy any boat that attacked him. When the notorious animal was finally brought down in eighteen thirty nine, at least nineteen harpoons were found lodged in his sides. And the following year, the Knickerbocker magazine ran an article entitled Maka Dick or The White Whale of the Pacific. Uh, for his novel, Melville would, would replace the word Maka with Moby. And nobody really knows why, probably to avoid copyright. But, the, but this tale was also heavily influenced by an event that had taken place in the South Pacific over a decade before uh, before Maka Dick's demise. On November 20th of 1820, a, a, a Nantucket whaling ship called the Essex was rammed and sunk by a different Angry Sperm Whale. The crew of 20 men survived the assault by climbing onto three rowboats, but their tr- but their troubles were just beginning with minimal supplies the men drifted for four months and over 3,000 miles and most of them died en route and those who didn't cannibalize the and those who didn't cannibalized the deceased before being rescued near Chile and although Moby Dick has been adapted into several films which I will discuss in a moment the the 1956 version is the most famous in 1933 rad or, or Ray Bradbury spent eight months hammering out the script for, for director John Huston, for, and for a while, he progressed at a snail's pace, so like very, very, very slow. And during a 2007 ceremony in which he was awarded a special citation by the, by, by the Pulitzer Prize jury, Bradbury said, Finally, in the eighth month, I got out of bed one morning in London, looked in the mirror, and said, I am Herman Melville and he followed what he following what he described in his words as 8 hours of passionate red hot writing uh Bradbury finished the job raced over to Huston and threw the screenplay onto his lap and upon reading it the the the, the director asked "my god what happened" "behold" Bradbury shouted "herman melville" and now i'm going to discuss the movies that Movie dick ha- has appeared in or the most popular ones and and, and and, uh, and Moby Dick's classic film w- was released in, in, in 1956, where it follows the main plot of the story, where a, where a ship captain loses one of his legs in a fight with the whale and searches the oceans for the whale to get revenge. And he also appears in the 2015 film called In the Heart of the Sea. In this version, instead of being completely albino, as he's often depicted, he's more of a blackish gray sperm whale with some splotches of white on his body. And although the 1956 version is the most famous, my personal favorite is, is the Asylum version called 2010 Moby Dick. In this version, Ahab is a submarine captain who was on the hunt for the huge prehistoric whale that took his leg in 1969. Instead of just being an aggressive albino sperm whale, this Moby Dick is depicted as, as an enormous, monstrous, 500-foot-long whale that can destroy cruise ships with two hits and could swallow helicopters whole. I also like this version because of the sounds the whale makes, because, 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 because in real life whales whales can, whales have the ability to sing, and and moan and make and make a lot of other sounds. Uh, the, the most common ones are are moaning, uh, are moaning, and those are the ones I'm going to play right now. whales can also whistle and and whales can also make kind of like very gentle growling sounds and this whale in 2010 Moby Dick it roars screams grunts and bellows like a beast and and it, it also has pretty amazing intelligence because at one scene when the sub is at the surface uh, when the sub is at the surface of the water the the crew spots Moby Dick floating next to them and he appears to be just sitting there reoxygenating as modern whales would do but Captain Ahab points out his intelligence because he says, He's me. Wow, so Moby Dick is actually pretty smart. And just like the novel, at the end of the film, the crew are killed, but Moby Dick lives to wreak havoc another day. So if you're alive out there, Ahab, watch out, because he's coming for you. <laughs> Uh well and, and there actually was a species of prehistoric sperm whale called Leviathan Melville. And 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 that's and it was named in honor of Herman Melville, the author of Moby Dick. And it's and it's spelled differently, but it's pronounced Leviathan as in the Leviathan Sea monster. Well, that's gonna be it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to like and subscribe to my podcast. It comes out weekly, it is on Spotify Anchor, the podcast app. This is Tobias Rex saying Godspeed and signing off.